It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What do the Cowboys need to do in Week 10 to finally, finally take down Aaron Rodgers and the Packers? All that more this episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On. Locked On. Locked On. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. I am Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. He is Landon McCool. Check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. Landon, what's going on, sir? Big game this weekend, Marcus. Yeah. I'm excited. You know, uh, this is a, a marquee matchup between two teams that have a ton of history, you know, in, in league-wide sources and also just between the two. So I'm excited to talk about this. Yeah, one. you're right. I cannot wait to watch Colts Raiders this week. It's going to be That's so much fun. That's the I was referring to. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> By the way, that we only have three games in the late afternoon window. Yeah. One is Colts Raiders. The other one, uh, well, another one is Cardinals Rams, which could very well be John Wolford against Colt McCoy, and then Packers Cowboys. So. Guess which one is going to be broadcasting locally here in Los Angeles? Uh, <laughs> not the Cowboy game. Yeah, unfortunately not. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a. I, I think I'm the only city or one of one of two cities in the United States that's not going to have it na- natively on the game. So, thank goodness for Sunday ticket. But I'm excited. I'm excited either way. I'm just excited to see these two teams. Uh, yeah, really quickly for Sunday ticket for me. Uh, there's this thing called Mission Broadcasting, which mm-hmm. holds like all of our local channels, which we haven't gotten in the last six weeks. So we have to find a different way to watch. <laughs> oh, not, not a lot. Uh, the struggle is right. real. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, modern first world problems. All right, let's yeah. talk about this matchup. Let's talk about the Cowboys offense against Green Bay's defense before we get to the boogeyman on the other side. Uh, how do you feel like the Cowboys offense matches up against Green Bay? Well, especially with the news with Sean Gary and Eric Stokes likely out for the season, uh, I, I think the Cowboys certainly match up a lot better than they may have uh, last week even. It, well, um, and I should also mention Devondre Campbell, their all-pro yeah. linebacker, hasn't practiced a- at all. This I can't imagine true. he's playing. And no. So um, I, I think it's 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 a pretty good matchup for the Cowboys. I mean, they, they're going to want to run the football, especially playing on the road in the cold up in Green Bay. Uh, and Green Bay does not seem to be very good at stopping the football, uh, running the football. So uh, I think from that sense and from the uh, sense of, of how the Cowboys like to attack the middle of the field in the passing attack, uh, I think that both of those things bode well for the Cowboys' chances because I think that they uh, that's, that's two areas where specifically the Packers seem to be a little bit weaker. Um, it'll be interesting to see the kind of the matchups on the outside a little bit. But honestly, I think that the Cowboys should be able to make enough offense uh, 
uh, in the run game and then play action pass and passing in the middle of the field with their tight ends and CD lamb uh, that, that it should provide opportunities on the outside. But I think that the main focus of where the Cowboys will be attacking is likely running the ball behind the right side of their offensive yeah. line and uh, attacking the middle of the field in the passing game. There are two players in this game that really scare me on Green Bay's side of the ball. The first is Kenny Clark. If you don't know who Kenny Clark is, he's one of the best interior uh, defenders in the league that just doesn't get talked about the way that like Aaron Donald and Chris Jones and Jeffrey Simmons do. I mean, he is a monster inside. And then Jair Alexander, who mm-hmm. I think has interceptions in back-to-back games. He might play a little bit more in the slot in this game, but he's arguably the best corner in the league. Outside of those two players, I think you can beat the Green Bay defense. And I think you're right, like running the ball. I saw New England a few weeks ago in Green Bay with Bailey Zappi in his first game. They just ran the crap out of the ball, and they almost won that game. They took Green Bay to overtime. If the Cowboys can run the ball in this game, they're going to be fine. Yeah, I agree, and I think they come out and 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 you know establish some dominance in the run game, get some play action stuff off of that. Uh, I, I think you know <laughs> there's a lot to talk about in this game, but you know normally with Green Bay, especially going to Green Bay when you don't play there a lot, it takes a little while to get used to the footing a little bit. I think McCarthy's going to have the team kind of ready and understanding exactly yeah. what that field is going to be like, having a ton of experience playing in these type of games. So, uh, you know, I think it's going to be uh, – we'll talk about it when we make our predictions, but I think it's going to be uh, – I hope it's going to be one of those games where the Cowboys get get points early and, yeah. and, and are able to uh, control and establish themselves early and then kind of control the flow of the game a little bit. I think that will – work wonders for the Cowboys. This feels like to me a big Dalton Schultz game. Very yeah, much like we saw against the Bears a couple of weeks ago where it's like seven catches for 75 yards and he has five first downs, right? And he's just on second and four converting first downs and that kind of stuff. If Schultz has a big game in this one, I think the Cowboys will be fine. Uh, and he should with the inexperience they have at linebacker uh, with some of the other injuries. Like I would run the ball a lot, use multiple tight ends, and then just try to find Schultz in the soft spot of the zones. And that's – you can do that, and you can convert first downs and keep the chains moving. I think you're going to have a lot of success on offense. I think you're also going to be able to throw the football a little bit away from Jared Alexander. I mean, Douglas is not necessarily a shutdown corner. And then whoever the third corner is that they're going to have to kick in there, it'll be Savage sometimes. Which is like, that sounds in. like what the plan is to use Darnell Savage as their, their nickel corner. And I understand that they're excited about that, but that's not like – that's not ideal. Well, yeah, least. I mean you're not – I think that's a better way to get Savage to play at his potential. Mm-hmm. Dallas is not going to be afraid of throwing at Darnell Savage. It shouldn't be. Uh, and, and I think that that's the thing is that there there is lots of spots now uh, for them to kind of get the ball uh, moving around. The pass rush for, for Green Bay is going, to be, uh, is going to be tough for them. Without Gary, Preston Smith is a good pass rusher, but not He's really a number to, two, right? Yeah, and he's, and he's an, a good alternate guy, a good guy to have uh, once the yeah. kind of double teams are taken away. Without Sean Gary there to provide that. Um, you know, the Cowboys should be able to block things up pretty well. But it's I Kenny still Clark. think that's the guy. If you yep. can block Kenny Clark and you should double team him as much as possible because he could be a game wrecker. If they block him, I would think Dak is going to have some time in this game. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I also, like I said, look for, for more bootlegs, more stuff where he's getting out of the pocket a little bit. 
Uh, he's going to, there's going to be lots of opportunity for the Cowboys, uh, especially with some of these level concepts moving across the field. I think that there's going to be, uh, plenty of opportunity to throw the football, but I think it, but I think, you know, just to kind of stabilize and, you know, uh, control the game, the Cowboys will likely, you know, show a lot of run looks early to kind yep. of establish that, make sure that they have, uh, uh, kind of got, Green Bay on their heels a little bit that way, and then really pull the ball out, attack, yeah. attack the middle of the field. It's going to also be a big Brett Barr game. Like you're not going yeah. to score touchdowns on every possession, but when you do get inside the 30 yard line, make your kicks, make because yeah. it's going to be important. I, I think t- points are going to be tough to come by for both teams a little bit. So, hey, if you can jump out to a 10 to zero lead or a 13 three lead, like it's going to be important. Make your kicks, you'll be fine on offense. Let's talk about the Cowboys defense going up against Aaron Rodgers. But before we do that, we want to let you know that this podcast is sponsored by LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. All you have to do is add your job and then the purple hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That is linkedin.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Landon, Aaron Rodgers, hmm. how do the Cowboys? Boogeyman. The boogeyman, Michael Myers. How do the Cowboys slow him down in this game? It's it's ironic that the uh, John Wick four preview came out yesterday as uh, the Cowboys are about to start playing him. Yeah. Um, let me let's let's talk about the facts, right? Uh, Aaron Rodgers over the past decade is five and one against the Cowboys. That mm-hmm. includes uh, two brutal, painful playoff losses to him in uh, one in one in Green Bay, obviously with the catch. Or that was not a catch, mm-hmm. and uh, and and the the one in which uh, Aaron Rodgers threw a curveball while being sacked by Jeff Heath. Uh, <clears throat> you know, I, I think that 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 I'm not going to get on my big big horse here, but I'm a big believer of if you want to do this, if you want to win the Super Bowl, if you want to play in the playoffs in advance, you have to slay your boogeyman. Like you, you can't avoid playing the difficult games. You you have to slay your dragons, and I think that the Cowboys kind of unceremoniously did that previously in this year. I, you know, I think that we we talked about it a little bit, but we didn't really kind of circle back that after the Rams game. You know, the, the Cowboys like it felt like had a maybe not quite to the same quite of extent, 
but it's it felt like the Cowboys at different points had similar kryptonite problems against the Rams, right? That the Rams just kind of had their number and fi- could figure it out, and uh, the, the Cowboys' defense wouldn't be able to stop the Rams' offense. And that that's you know been the case before. And, and Sean McVay's just knows how to play with our run cues, and and the Cowboys were able to go out and, and absolutely dominate that game. And 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 I and I'm hoping that that's what this is going to be. Look, I, I think that this is going to be a real bellwether game for the Cowboys, right? Mm-hmm. Like I think this is a very strong indication as to exactly how good this team is. Um, if they're able to kind of make Green Bay continue to look like the Green Bay of old, uh, I mean the Green Bay of of this season, maybe not yeah. of old. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think that that bodes extremely well that this team is, you know, it's not like previous teams because previous years they would go into this game in Green Bay and lose. This is an mm-hmm. absolute trap game. Aaron Rodgers lo- losing in an embarrassing manner the week previous to this, basically being shut out of the playoffs, like basically being written off all over the you know the country. It, this is just the kind of hype game that the Cowboys would get into and not be able to handle it and lose. If they're able to go in with an angry Aaron Rodgers who's dying on his last gasp of, of trying to have relevance in Green Bay and win this game uh, and, 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 and control the game the way they should, I, I think it, it really does bode well for this team overall. Uh, and I think that they can. I, I think if you look at it from the defensive side of, of view, uh, this is not the same offense that it has been no. previously. Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, obviously, but but this this wide receiver core – the offensive line's been shuffled around a ton. You know, their their running backs are great, but but one of them is their better running back is a little bit banged up a little bit. The Cowboys should win this game. The problem is is that there's this mental block that we all have because yes. Aaron Rodgers is playing quarterback for the other team. The the other thing that's really weird in this game is every other time the Cowboys have played Aaron Rodgers, it's um Okay, hey, if they want to run the ball, that's great. Let's just don't let Aaron Rodgers go off, right? Hey, but it feels like in this game, it's almost the opposite. You almost want to dare Rodgers to try to beat you in the passing game and stop the run game because they can't – if they can't run, they cannot sustain drives. But it's that mental block, as you mentioned, of do we really want this game to come down to Aaron Rodgers throwing up against our secondary? The answer is actually probably yes, but it just feels so weird. So – if it, if the Cowboys are daring Rodgers to check out of runs and to throw the ball, they'll they'll probably be fine because I don't know if Rodgers can stay patient. But it's it's just it's such a weird thing, Landon. I that's why I'm so excited for this game. I, I'm so curious to see what Aaron Rodgers or how he decides to play this. I think the difference is that we got our own boogeyman. That's the difference. Yeah, we, we all those other times that we haven't played, we, we played the Green Bay. We didn't have a boogeyman. Now Micah Parsons is our boogeyman, and 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 now they have something to be afraid of. So yeah. uh, I think that's the difference. Is is that to me this defense? You know, obviously Micah is a huge part of that. This defense is way way better than anything that yeah. uh, that Green Bay's ever faced in a Dallas defense. Uh, and I think that that's and, and and specifically against the pass, right? So yes. uh, Aaron Rodgers is still Aaron Rodgers, uh, but I, I imagine a couple smacks to the face and a forced fumble on a sack. Uh, you know, Aaron will start pressing even further. He'll start getting emotional, uh, and then you know, once once the he'll the, go for the hero balls. Like that's, that's that's right, and that's what the Packer fans are so worried about is that yep. 
they believe if they just stick to the game plan and it's run, run, short throws, safe throws, that they're going to be, be able to move the ball on offense. And frankly, I agree. Like we saw the Lions did this against the Cowboys a couple of weeks ago. They only scored six points, but they were able to utilize the short passing game of the run to move the ball up and down the field. Chicago did the same thing. That's when Green Bay has been successful. But Aaron Rodgers just gets impatient, and he wants to be the hero. So he'll check out of runs and throw the ball down the field when he's not really supposed to. And I just wonder how long is Aaron Rodgers, again, against Mike McCarthy at home in kind of the kitchen exactly, going to yeah. stay patient? I don't know. I think, you know, it's all it's going to take is one drop by a tight end on third and two, and then he's going to go to the sideline, chug a gallon of ayahuasca, and just say, hey, I'm throwing the ball wherever I want to throw yeah. the ball, and I don't care what the call is. Yeah. And that's where they lose because he has not – and I think that this is something that Aaron Rodgers has always done, and I think that's what we're all – kind of slowly figuring out is that Aaron has always just done whatever he wanted. The, the difference is he had Devonta Adams who could get open anytime he, he wanted and one on one coverage. Do it. He can't do it anymore. And I think the other big difference too is that he was so used to just throwing the ball however the hell he wanted. Whenever like no matter where his feet were, no matter no matter where his body was I think he can't. He he doesn't possess that ability anymore. It doesn't seem. I've seen it, the throws where he's just like you know got his feet tangled and he's trying to whip it around. It's not. It's falling short. Whereas before it would have been a, a laser right into the hands of whoever well, the receiver was. The the other thing that I've noticed is, and I actually saw it earlier in the year, when a play breaks down, the Packer receivers over the last decade were so good at breaking off the routes and getting open and presenting themselves to be open. Even this year, early in the season when, when Randall Cobb was healthy, he was the only guy that could get open in kind of those busted plays. And so much of their offense was kind of that, right? Hey, let us let me extend the play for a couple seconds, and then I'm going to trust Adams to get open. With an Alan Lazard who's banged up, with Christian Watson who can't stay healthy, and it's been really inconsistent. The one guy that could do it a little bit, Romeo Dubs, uh, yeah. He's out for this game. Sammy Watkins is running with a piano on his back right now. They just don't have anybody that can kind of create, and it's really messing up this offense. Yeah, honestly, the key for the Cowboys' defense is to tackle. They've if they can just tackle. if they can just make their tackles, if they can you know keep the runs to short gains, uh, keep the short passes to short gains, they're going to do a lot of screens. They're going to do a lot of slants. They're going to try to get the ball out quickly. Uh, and if the Cowboys are just able to make the tackles that are in front of them, which they've usually been pretty good about, uh, then there's not going to be a ton of creation opportunities for uh, Green Bay outside of Aaron trying to improv. Yep. Uh, and, and that's where, you know, again, that's been the difference this year is that he yep. hasn't been able to get away with that that year this year for a variety of reasons. And, and I don't know that that's necessarily going to get solved this weekend. I'm really curious to see what the Cowboys do with Micah Parsons in this game because I think there's this belief that okay, David Bakhtiari, who I believe is going to play in this game, he's still their best offensive lineman when he's healthy. Do the Cowboys, quote-unquote, waste Parsons over there or do they try to find mismatches against like John Runyon who's you know, battling some injuries right now? I'm kind of of the belief, Landon, I think Parsons is going to be able to get pressure on Bakhtiari. And if he can... That opens up the other three rushers to have some pretty favorable matchups. I, I think Parsons could have a field day against Bakhtiari. It just seems like 
with Vitari not really able to move quite as well as he used to, it feels like a game that Parsons could have a, a big performance. Yeah, I think that this is a game where normally if this had been in the normal swing of the season, Bakhtiari was healthy, I think this would have been an incredible matchup, and, and I think the two of them would have been appointment television. I think Bakhtiari has been playing, but sparingly. Clearly he's not 100%. Yeah. Uh, and I think that you know when you're an athletic guy and you're not 100%, he doesn't necessarily have like the requisite power that like a it's lot of offensive game. tackles. And so I think that there could be lots of opportunity for s- speed to power opportunities for, for Parsons, right? Get to That's why I kind of hope the Cowboys use Sam Williams over on Bakhtiari's yeah, side. I totally was – I was actually going to say the same thing because I think as far as like, okay, just get to a spot and then play explosively, if that's going to cause Bakhtiari problems with his ankle – then I think Sam Williams is a guy who can accomplish that without having to use Micah Parsons to do that. So yes. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised. Honestly, I, I would be surprised if Bakhtari played the entire game. Uh, well, he, he hasn't anyways. He, he hasn't really done in anyways. and out. Yeah. So I, I just imagine that there's going to be opportunity against him. There's going to be opportunity against his backup. Um, I, I like Zach the Tom. matchup here. Yep. Yeah, Zach Tom, who's been you know. Uh, better than most guys that have two first names uh, as their name, but but I but you know I mean not so much better. Yeah. I, I think he's been you know he's been he I think technically he hasn't given up a pressure. I've seen I saw that somewhere, it's, but I but having watched the game, it wasn't exactly like he was shutting anybody no, down either. No, they so, were helping him out a lot. As well. Yeah, so I think that I think that there is going to be opportunity up and down this deep offensive line. Bakhtiari is still a, a great player, but he's just not physically where he needs to be. And again. When you aren't a physical specimen to start with, and maybe I shouldn't say that he is a physical specimen. When you aren't a powerful player to start with, and then you reduce some of your explosion, and that's because that's part of your game, that could be really difficult to try to counter a lot of the power stuff that you normally would use with your footwork. A, a good example is like Eric Fisher last year with the Colts, right? Fisher was not a super powerful left tackle, but got away with being an elite athlete. Once he lost a little bit of the that athleticism. It hurt him a lot. It hurt him a lot, and I think you're seeing that with Bakhtiari. Uh, let's make some predictions on this game, Landon. But before we do that, we want to tell you about Simply Safe. Did you know that over the holidays, property crimes like burglaries and package thefts spiked nationally? Again, I, I struggle saying the word burglaries, uh, but that's why our <laughs> friends at Simply Safe Home Security are offering 50% off their award-winning security system, so that more families can feel safe and secure this holiday season. Order your Simply Safe system for half off today and enjoy advanced security and greater peace of mind this holiday season. Simply Safe is home security with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door, HD security cameras for inside and outside, smarter ways to detect motion that alert you only when a threat is real, and they even have hazard sensors that detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. 24-7 professional monitoring service costs less than $1 a day. That is less than half the price of ADT's traditional professionally installed system. Don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system that we recommend. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL today. This is their biggest discount of the year. So don't wait. It's simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL. There is no safe like Simply Safe. 
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Liam, we're going to do some predictions, but before we do that, here is BetOnline oddsmaker Dave Mason with everything you need to know about the line and how it has moved this week. Having won six of their last seven outright, including six wins against the spread. Dallas open as three-point road favorites versus a struggling Green Bay squad that is 0-5 straight up and 1-4 against the spread over their last five games. Sharp coin on Dallas minus four drove the spread quickly up to its current price. Green Bay getting five. Overall, 65% of the betters are on Dallas so far, but the cash is split 50-50. Landon, who do you have winning this game? I have Dallas winning this game. I, I I don't know that that line seems like something I would I would bet on. I, that's a lot to me. Five point five. What was it? Five and a half points or six five and points? a half on most uh, most sites, including bet online right now. Five and a half points for a, a home team that's still Aaron Rodgers. That's you know in Green Bay. That seems like a lot. Um, I, look, I think that the the paths to victory here are are the two most likely paths to victory are as follows. I think similar game that we've seen in these last few weeks, where uh, this is a, a proud team, Green Bay, that they'll stick around. The Cowboys will, uh, you know, play up to them, and then as the game kind of wears on, the talent sort of sort of wears on the Green Bay Packers. Uh, the holes start getting a little bit larger on the in the run game. Uh, and the Cowboys start taking chunks, and 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 it ends up being a game where it it uh, it looks a lot more uh, uh, of a one sided affair than it ultimately is, right? Maybe something like twenty seven twenty or something. Yeah, I was like something like yeah. that, right? Um, but again, like that five point five line, maybe they cover that, but it it maybe it probably won't feel like yeah. uh, you know, the Cowboys are winning by almost a touchdown for the whole game. I think the second most likely path, to be honest, is something closer to what the Rams Rams experienced. The Cowboys are able to get up on the Packers early, and uh, you know the the Packers <laughs> the emotional the emotional heft of this game, despite it kind of being reported on the Packers side. I think it's with the Cowboys. I, the, the the team. The Cowboys like Mike McCarthy more than I feel like the Green Bay Packers like Aaron Rodgers. That's a hot take right there. I, I mean, I don't know that it is, honestly. No, I, I'm I mean, joking. I, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I, so I think that, you know, there is a chance that if the Cowboys get out there, start hot, and, and score early, the Packers just fold. I mean, the, the season is, uh, you know, essentially over unless they can win this game. Um, and in, in, even if they win this game, it's, it's, it's still a very uh, large uphill climb for the, for the Packers. So, uh, I could easily see this as, as the second most likely thing to happen. The Cowboys get out up front early, uh, and control the game, uh, that way through the run game, make Aaron Rodgers throw the football a lot, which, you know, could incur a bunch of points, but it also could incur turnovers. Uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers taking a lot of hits, lots of screaming at his wide receivers as he gets to the sideline. So, I'm picking the Cowboys. I think I'll I'll say something like 
27, 24. But, but I, I, again, like I, I do think that it will be clear the Cowboys are the better team by the end of the, of the fourth quarter. At, at least I hope, because I, I really do think that this is a, a game that should be kind of an indication of exactly where this team is. It does feel like if the Cowboys can win this game, even though it's not a great team, you would have a lot of confidence that they can go anywhere on the road in the playoffs and win, right? Yeah. Because this is it's one of the hardest places to play um, in the NFL, right? Going to Lambeau and playing up there against Aaron Rodgers is difficult. I could see a game that's very similar to the 2016 regular season game where the Cowboys yep. won 27-16. Zeke ran for like 140 yards where Dallas just controls the line of scrimmage all game. I could see that. But I just have this feeling that this is going to be a game in the fourth quarter. Whether Dallas needs a stop uh, to win the game or they need to go down and get a field goal, it just feels like this is going to be the kitchen sink game for the the Packers where they know they have to win. They're going to be desperate. I wouldn't be surprised if they get a lot of calls in this game to make sure that this game stays <laughs> close at the end. I will pick the Packers in a slight upset to do locked on Cowboy listeners a favor. Uh, I, I I'll say I'll say twenty four twenty Green Bay. Okay, I'm really hoping I'm wrong. I've never hoped yeah. that I'm wrong more in my life. Yeah, this yeah. is a big one. It really, it, it, I don't want to say it could change the Cowboys season because frankly, I'm not sure how much this game is going to matter for them. But it does feel like it's one of those emotional wins where if you win this game. This team feels like they can beat anybody. Right? I th- yeah, I think it's a lot about proving a, a lot to themselves. You know, it, uh, exactly. Like, it's not going to matter ultimately, probably whether they're the five or the six seed or whatever. But no, uh, but I think it ultimately makes a lot of difference to the Cowboys' psyche because, again, like I like I said, I think there's something to the idea that you have to slay your dragons if you want to be I the do. champions, and 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 if you can't do that, the the '90s Cowboys had to beat the Niners, they had to beat the Packers, they had to beat these difficult teams, and and you don't you don't get a soft walk to the Super Bowl. So you need to test yourself before the uh, postseason. Otherwise, you could get a situation where you get into uh, these games and the first difficult team you play is the, is the first round of the playoffs, which is not a good situation. We need to know exactly how good this team is. Good teams beat teams like the Packers on the road. So hopefully the Cowboys can prove that they're a good team. At some point, you got to put away Michael Myers, right? Yeah, you got to kill him. After. You gotta yeah. kill him. Halloween ends. It yeah. just came out. That also came out this year, guys. Come on, all the signs are there. I haven't watched it yet. Is it bad? Eh, I like the first remake, but the other two, the second one was not great. Okay. We'll, we'll have a whole podcast about about movie reviews. I'm, I'm still a, I'm still a Halloween one and two diehard. Like you're just not going to get better than those two. I agree. I okay. agree. Uh, all right, that is it for today's show. Thank you for making Lockdown Cowboys your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Lockdown Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reaction, big game recaps, and the take of the day, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts, all the same places that you would download the Lockdown Cowboys podcast. You can follow Landon on Twitter, at McCoolBCB. I am at Marcus underscore Mosier. Enjoy the game. Enjoy week 10. Eat some boneless wings. Have a great Don't Sunday. Don't eat boneless wings. God. No, if you want to enjoy like what you're eating, have some boneless wings. Uh, we'll be back here Sunday night. See you guys later. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.